Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel Jerry Lopez, aka Indy Spanglish, filling in for Jason Hammer. The Democrats had a big night this week. Um, uh, wins in Kentucky, Ohio, Virginia, Pennsylvania. What does it mean for the Republicans moving forward? Does this translate into success with the presidency in 2024? Here to break it all down for us, one of our favorite guests, political strategist. She's a former congressional candidate and host of the podcast Raven's Radar. Raven Harrison, welcome back to the show. How are you? Thanks, Nigel. Doing great. So, Raven, what do we think uh, about uh, what happened this week? The the Democrats, I, I think they had a good night. I don't think it was as good as 2022. Uh, overall, big picture, what do you think happened? Well, yeah, they had a great night. Uh, it, it was a horrible message, but it was well delivered, and they put a lot of effort and money into it. So these are the same people who are outraged over babies being blown up in the Middle East, but Mm. they're okay with them being beheaded here by their own mothers. So what I'm I'm telling you is the world is on fire right now. We've got, you know, inflation going crazy. We're in two wars and uh, that we're funding both sides of. Uh, borders wide open. People can't afford their their groceries and gas. But yet this is what the Democrats made their issue about. And the Republicans were not there to meet them. We had no counter argument. We had no uh, push behind it. Ronna McDaniels was either playing golf or somewhere (laughs) absent. And we and that's what happened. So that was a warning shot for Republicans that you better meet these voters where they are. You know, it's it's crazy to me that that I looked back at the the Biden presidency so far, and it's just been completely horrible. But but to your point, Democrats fared very, fairly well across the nation. It, it doesn't look like the GOP has much of a message that it's passing on to to its uh, to its voting base. Where to your point, the the left is really pushing these civil issues, whether it's gay marriage, whether it's right. abortion rights, things like that. That are really emotional for their voting base. You know, what what do you think the GOP needs to fix before the next election? Well, they need to understand that is all the Democrats have to run on. The economy is a mess. It's on life support. The border's open. You know, inflation. We are in wars. I mean, we are across the board. This is a horrible resume. So they took the one issue they could win on and they hammered it. Now, the the GOP, they spent more time with the debate and attacking each other than they do attacking Hmm. Joe Biden. He's basically offered this up. And this is where we have to get. We have to get unified and we have to get on point. And we have to go, listen, these are the issues we should be doing and we should have a great counter message to all of these other social issues because none of those are going to put food on the table. So that's what we have to do. We have to force Republicans to stay on task. 
How do you talk about abortion when you're a Republican? Because I think there's many Republicans that are are, are saying they need, we need to stay away from this issue. My thing would be to point out that, look, you guys got Roe v. Wade overturned. I never thought that would have happened in my lifetime, and it's a states' rights thing. And Democrats also want to be able to have the ability to eliminate a baby up till and maybe even after birth. I think that's the way to have that conversation. Is, is that a good strategy? We have to. What we have to do is toss the word Sally because that's what they love to do. You know, abortion up till birth. That's called murder. That's not abortion. So, but they like this term. It makes it a little bit more palatable. And Republicans don't want to go near the issue. We should not be talking about reproductive rights. They did not lose any rights. Uh, all they've done is transfer it to the state. If you really want to kill your baby, then you got to move to a state that lets you do it. It's as simple as that. But what we need to be talking about is sexual responsibility. They don't want to use the terms, but we don't want to be firm on our position. And if you're not going to stand for it, then what do you basically offer the conservative base? You guys have got to, we're going to have to take on these tough issues because these are the ones that we're getting creamed on at the ballot box. But if we're afraid to talk about it, then we have to hand it over to them. So that's what we need to do is be willing to have these conversations. I'll do it. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. It's even my daughter who's 20. She's abortion, 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 abortion. They're just being fed this all day, especially the young women. Correct. And, and you know, you have these older mothers that are they feel like they're fighting for their daughters, so to speak, uh, when it comes to this issue. It's really tricky. But I don't think that when we say we want to go total ban that that does us any favors. Well, just remind your daughter that, you know, the reason she's alive here to have that discussion is because her mom chose life. That's always uh, what I say to people is, you know, you're alive to have this discussion because your mom chose life and they've got no comeback to that. Zero. Raven Harrison, political strategist, one of our favorite guests here on the Hammer and Nigel show. You mentioned the debates. Let's um, turn our attention last night to GOP primary debate. I find it interesting that they barely even mentioned Donald Trump and they barely even mentioned Joe Biden. A lot of infighting with the five people up there. Yeah. I didn't think it was a bad debate. I think I did not. I thought the questions were good. Your overall thoughts on what you saw last night. I thought it was a pointless debate. We'll yes. call it debate out of respect. I would call that vice presidential tryout. And uh, but what I would say is, <laughs> yeah, they didn't need to talk about. We spent more time attacking. This is just up for grabs. Joe Biden is literally he can't walk across the stage. <sighs> but yet we're attacking each other. And I thought that was the Vivek Ramaswamy show. That was yes. savage of him calling out Ronna McDaniel, which needed to happen right to her face in the front row. He had all of these people in meltdowns, and he did an excellent job of pointing out the hypocrisy that lies in our own party of Nikki Haley saying, well, Donald Trump spent a ton of money, but yet she wants to fund all these wars. And possibly, you know, I mean, this was, and DeSantis saying, well, I stopped Chinese sales. He's like, until you change the rules that allowed them to stay. I mean, it was absolutely brutal, but needed to happen of just going, this is why we can't go anywhere. Yeah, I, I thought it was because- hilarious. I thought it was hilarious when Vivek called the GOP a bunch of losers and said, there's no reason you guys should be moderating. It should be Joe Rogan, Tucker, and Elon yes. Musk. <laughs> Yeah, that resonated. That resonated. It made sense. Those are the voices of the party, though. But everybody was thinking that of why would you have, you know, a debate on NBC? You know, do you think the Democrats would any universe have conservatives moderating their debates? I mean, it is absolutely unconscionably stupid and very typical of the GOP who 
you know, that that's an indefensible position. But yet they did this. They killed their own viewer, viewership base and the ratings were terrible. And Trump still won. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Trump doesn't need to be at these debates, even though one of the few times they talked about Trump last night was criticizing him for not showing up. I believe Ron DeSantis did that. Hey, by the way, just real quick, why is Chris Christie up there? <laughs> he, I mean, that guy. He is a he is an ass. I mean, really, he, and he was completely underwhelming. What's comic that? Comic relief, and who I'm going to go with comic relief, and whoever's day it is to watch him is probably on vacation. Yeah, I, I, uh, think, I think he probably has one of those stam cards, like you attend ten debates to get free Krispy Kremes or something. Like he's got it. There's got to be. He has no business being up there at all. You know, Vivet looked yeah. great, but I think it's it's uh, he's the leader of of who's not going to win. Like it doesn't matter. And 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 I think Trump is doing the right thing by staying away. I just wonder yeah. how how electable he is. I've I've always been. You know, he's. I think he will have a hard time getting elected because if we want to talk about the issues of the last election, we haven't fixed any of them, whether it's mail-in voting, whether it's voter ID, whether it's ballot harvesting, whether it's any of these things that we complained about, none of it's been resolved. Well, correct. But the problem is, is now we've got the base. This is the time for we the people. And that's what I tell people. That's the hope in all of this. We've done it once. We can do it again. But if we're expecting these politicians who made these problems to fix it, then that's where we're going off. But 38 percent turnout for the election by conservatives, that's not going to get it. Patriots are going to have to report to this line. That is not going to get it. Raven Harrison, political strategist, also uh, author of Raven's Mantle, Fighting the Betrayal of America. Talk about your book real quick. Well, this is what we're talking about. I'm a child of the Cold War. I'm the daughter of two Air Force colonels and the wife of a retired C-17 pilot. So this is a loop we're on. We fought the Cold War once and we won it and we can win it again. But we need patriots to get to that line. So it's an incredible story. you got to read to believe. Raven, are you on social media? You have your podcast called Raven's Radar. Where can people find you? They can find me at my website when Google's not censoring it (laughs) at ravenharrison.com. And I'm on social media at Raven, the conservative warrior, Raven underscore TX warrior. Raven, always love having you on. Hope to talk to you soon. Have a great weekend. Likewise. You guys, too. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.